Welcome to You Might Relate, a podcast where we take relationships and mental health to the next level. I am Stacy Heaps, a licensed clinical social worker, and I have been practicing therapy for the last 15 years. There are counseling concepts and stories that I am excited to share. When we know better, we do better. Together, let's get to a place of radical acceptance of where we are while improving relationships and tackling life's transitions, one therapy concept and one story at a time. So let's get started to see if you relate. Welcome to You Might Relate. Cindy Jones is my guest today, and I'm going to have her introduce herself. But I first met you because I was getting trained in EMDR and you were doing my supervision in Cedar. And that was probably seven or so years ago. But since then, a lot has happened. So yes, introduce yourself, how you got started in being a therapist, I guess, and then we'll move into the BITAP. Okay. Well, I went to school at the University of Utah to get get my master's. And then I went into community mental health for about eight or nine years. And I decided it was really good. I'm glad I had that foundational experience of everything you get in community mental health. And then I figured out then what I really wanted to specialize in, which was working with communities and families and individuals who've experienced trauma. Mm -hmm. And so then I went into private practice because then I could really carve that out, do my own thing. And then in Cedar, so I've actually been a therapist in private, I don't know, eight, nine years in community all together. It's 27. And a long uh, time. Long time. <laughs> and then I had a lot of therapists working with me in Cedar. I love that. And when you talk about EMDR therapy, I feel like that, if it's done well, is like switching from like a doctor's maybe doing traditional surgery and then they learn laparoscopic surgery, like the Yes. Foundational principles are the same. It's just very efficient. And I was very passionate. So then I became the regional coordinator for that therapy just because I really wanted our region to have a lot of really highly qualified therapists that could do that because not one practice, you know, yeah. can't sustain all of that. So, right. yeah. And then in the course of that, then I just realized that even doing all of that, the waiting lists were so long and people could not get the help they need. And so the lady that is now my business partner, she was the practice manager, Haley Taylor, because I'm in the trees, you know, every day burned out, but like (laughs) everyone in the helping profession, but she just could see that we needed to help the community at large in a way outside of just traditional therapy. And so that's how BITAP actually came about. Let's just talk for a second. Sure. We're in southern Utah area, and the waiting lists are ridiculously long, especially mm-hmm. for trauma-informed therapists. Yes. And now it's getting better that more therapists are EMDR trained. But even with that, to have BITAP and as another tool is phenomenal, right? Yeah. We just wanted to put a lot of one of the terms people know right now is just self-regulation. And so we just wanted to put the ability to regulate your nervous system in your hands at any time you need it. And so it's a shift from, I've got to go to a class to learn it, or I've got to go to therapy. It's just saying, we can give you just simple, a simple tool, just teach you the very basics and your nervous system can actually work the way it works when you're calm. Because our nervous system actually is great and it's amazing until it gets overwhelmed or too anxious or too triggered. Right. How did you come up with these? Well, in therapy, 
I think, well, I think if when you're teaching people regulation skills, one would be exercise. So if you're upset and you can walk around the block, that will calm you down. The brain communicates left and right to the two hemispheres all day long. And so when it's calm, then this thinking part's actually the boss. And when it gets upset, that fight or flight response just keeps wanting to jump online. And so if you went for a walk or you stood up and you stretched and you marched in place, just did a little bit of movement, you're actually reestablishing the thinking brain to be back in the driver's seat. So if you were in my office and you were upset, they had very old school tappers from like the, I don't know, maybe end of 1980s, 1990s, because not everyone could do eye movement. And so if someone came in really dysregulated, really upset, I would just hand them the tappers, the old school stuff, slow, and they would calm down. Mm. And then I have a problem with staying focused sometimes. So then I would actually put those in my socks, you know, those wires and had a unit to be able to like do my paperwork and I would get my paperwork done. And so what we did different is we made them tap. And so I don't think back in the day they had the ability. I mean, everything can be Bluetooth now. The old school stuff's not Bluetooth, but it's what we got the patent on is it taps. And I think the brain just really likes that soothing rhythm more than what they could create 20, 30 years ago. I see. And so before tappers, we as therapists would say, okay, let's do Mm -hmm. the butterfly and tap your shoulders or tap your knees. But this is just, you you just put them on and then it does it for you and it taps you. So it's replicating the tap. I love that. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. So what year was that? So you guys created these and then they went to market in 2017. So we we started talking about it in 2015. Okay. And back then we thought the communities really needed it. Now look at where we are today, even more stress and more overwhelm. And then we just worked with engineers and just pitched our idea and they loved it. And we just went for it. And so that was all 2016, getting them created and what we wanted. Haley's not here today, but if she was, I would I'll still thank her. There were many times I'm like, we can't get it to tap. That's what we want. We knew it had to tap. And she's like, no, we're staying with it till it taps. And when they finally got it to do exactly what we envisioned, I, we we're just crying. Like it was amazing because it's it distinctly feels, it just Different. feels like how, like you said, the butterfly hug or just tapping, it just feels the same. And so that's what we wanted. Yeah. That's a big difference. Than and then more of an artificial. Yeah. We right. want it to feel natural. I just love, I love it when, number one, women (laughs) are saying, engineers, please develop this idea that we have. I love Mm -hmm. that. And then it came to fruition. And I know now so many people have these and and my own kids have these and we use them in our office. We're big fans. But let's talk more about therapy talk, window of tolerance (laughs) and how we have this window of where we can think clearer and we're more calm. But when that window goes away, then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> yeah. So some people call it zones of regulation and sometimes it's called window of tolerance. So it just in a nutshell just means what's your, how much can you tolerate and still have your thinking brain still be in charge? Yes. And so it changes. So like if you didn't get sleep last night or if one of your kids is sick or I don't know, just a lot of stress going on, that means your window's going to go down and it's not going to take as much to overwhelm you or stress you out. So 
Green is just when you're relaxed. Green for students would be they're engaged in learning. The teachers love when everybody's in green because they're actively participating. It's great for the students when the teacher's actually in green too. Oh, yeah. When everybody's in green, it's great. But when someone goes up into red, it could be like anything. It could just be, it could be that they're triggered. A trigger could be, it doesn't have to always be a trauma trigger, but it could just be they're really hungry, so they're more irritable. It could be that the assignment's harder than they can do, so they're embarrassed, and so then they get anxious and overwhelmed. It could be small stuff, too. For me, it would be like a fan ticking. Actually, a lot of people say that, and then it's really distracting. And then sometimes, then try to take a test when you're distracted, not in green, but you're focusing on that noise, and you're really not going to test as well. Right. You're just not. And that's really frustrating when you kids and then I'd say adults, not just kids in college, but after you graduate, sometimes you want to move on or move up in your job and you have to do certifications. And if you if you are a bad test taker, it means you're going to take the test in red. And we want to make sure people know how to take the test in green. We want you to parent in green. We just do our best in green. And then blue is just when you maybe feel overwhelmed. And so then you shut down. Mm-hmm. So we all might need to hang out a little bit after work or whatever when we're stressed. But if we're on our fifth, you know, Netflix episode, you know what I'm just saying? <laughs> we might be in pretty heavy blue. And yeah. so we just want to know where are we at? Because if you know if you're in green or a little bit yellow, if you know if you're going up into red or you drop down into blue, that's information for you to then know there's some really simple things I can do to get back into green. Right. Because we don't want to stay out of our window or we don't want to stay out of the green zone very long. So the green zone, and we there was a previous podcast where I talked about the parasympathetic yeah. system and when it gets activated, but it's when you can experience a full range of emotions and have a sense of control. Your mind is calm, you're alert, you're flexible, you're adaptable. I have a son who I can tell when he, he is not in his window of tolerance or when he's not in the green zone because... The dog will walk in the room and he'll be bugged by it. So that's when I'm like, okay, he is not in that green zone. See, and something that small can take him up. Yeah. Some of it's because it's the teenage brain and in a few years they'll be delightful again. But (laughs) (laughs) But some of it, I just, I don't know exactly what's going on, but that dog is a good barometer for me to know Mm. how he's doing. Yeah. But then we're also able to self-regulate and connect with others and that's when we learn new things. And yes. so that's why it is important, especially in therapy and in school. And at work. To be everywhere. Work, yes, everywhere. Mm-hmm. To be, when you're driving, <laughs> to yeah. be in the green zone. Now, the red zone is when our sympathetic system is activated. We're very overwhelmed. We can't think clearly. We're very rigid, right? It's black or white thinking, probably. Yeah, like a kid would be like, I can't do this, or this is too hard. Just very absolute statements. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very anxious, panicky. They react emotionally and in probably a negative way, have Usually. meltdowns, mm-hmm. behaviors that you're not wanting, and you can tell that they're stressed. And then in that red zone, learning cannot take place. Right. And so that's why it's so important when kids are doing homework or, yeah, when you and I are charting, that's mm-hmm. why these are so helpful because mm-hmm. then we don't have to be in that red zone. We can be in the green Or zone. drop down to blue like it's too much and just quit and then start internet surfing, you know, like we're yes. going to shop. <laughs> Amazon, how are you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. Yes. Yeah, so when we're in our blue zone, that's when we're isolating, we're withdrawing, we're numbing, we're limiting awareness of how our body is feeling. 
we have a hard time tracking conversations. So yeah. you'll say something. Now, what did you say? I didn't hear you. That's right. And then obviously we can't learn in that place either. So, But I would put the red and the blue both on a scale of, say, zero to 10. So we can manage stressors, I believe, like zero to three. Maybe that's the yellow zone. We can because we have them all the time. So if I'm driving mm-hmm. and a driver's too close, I'm like, eh, but I can recover quick. But if it's bigger, then that's when that middle part of our brain, the technical term is just called your amygdala, but you can just say your fight or flight response. It gets activated because it's trying to keep you safe. And mm. so if it's the boss, you really aren't going to find green. But if you're really safe, then we want to calm it down. So then your thinking brain's back at being the boss. Yes. So for me, like when it talks about when you're in red, for me, it's not even a 10. It's just, I might be overwhelmed. And so when I can tell that I'm starting to feel overwhelmed, if I don't do something to bring it back into green, I will procrastinate. I absolutely will. And that's, Mm. that would be a sign of blue. Right. So it just means I'm too overwhelmed and my nervous system wants relief. So whatever your stress patterns are, that procrastination may not be your stress pattern. It's mine. So whatever it is, though, <laughs> no, that's your, mine too. your nervous system will kick in because it's trying to bring you relief. Mm. And that's why sometimes people struggle. Maybe they struggle with some kind of addiction. If you stay overwhelmed too long, your nervous system knows how to calm you down. It's not maybe healthy, but it knows how. So we want to calm it down in really healthy ways and really quickly. Yes. If you don't have tappers before they were invented. Yeah. What did we as therapists teach people to do? Well, I would say if you don't have to have the tappers, I mean, it's just nice because you just push the button and you have a non-pharmaceutical, non-invasive intervention. Non, it's just Yeah, it's just like if you just want an image, it would just be like a baby's crying and then a mom picks a baby up, calms the baby down. It's like that. We're just saying, oh, our nervous system's upset. We're just going to help calm it down. And just with a push of a button, just that back and forth tapping is actually just restoring what your brain does naturally when it's not upset because it has to communicate left and right. So if you don't have the tappers, if you're in a situation that you're upset and you can go walk around the block, that's really great. Mm -hmm. But if you can't, like a teacher can't really say to the class, you're overwhelming me, so I'm going to go walk around the school. (laughs) Like you have to have things right then. And kids can't always just hop up and leave the classroom. And so we just want to have a lot of options that they can do. And I'm even teaching the same thing that we're going to talk about to college kids to take the test because they can't leave. They can't. So they have to figure out how to regulate in their chair when they're freaking out because they have to pass this test. And so if I'm a college kid that, I don't know, wants to go to some advanced education, I've got to maybe pass organic chemistry or something. Like there's just mean there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And so we just have to, and there's a lot of smart people that just aren't passing tests because of test anxiety. So study habits are great, but if your nervous system, if that fight or flight gets activated, it doesn't really matter what you've studied because this thinking part is not working. It's the reaction part. So if you don't have tappers I and you can't leave to go for a walk, I would just tap your feet back and forth. Mm. I would just move your toes back and forth. Or if, you know, if you're at a table, you can put your hands underneath and you can tap back and forth on your thighs. Mm -hmm. It does the exact same thing the tappers would do. Because I don't think most people, the butterfly hug works. I don't think most people are going to do this in public. Right. They're just not. Maybe if they could go to the bathroom and do it. But but in front of people, it's not going to happen. And that's why we wanted to create a tool that you just can use or have in your socks. No one even has to know you have them on. But if you don't have them, just tap back and forth. Then I just tell them to move. So if they can't really move, 
Mm. I have to stay seated. You can still shrug your shoulders or you can stretch your arms out or you can stretch your legs out. That movement tells your nervous system, I'm safe. Yeah. Because if you're really in danger, like if a big bear jumped in here right now, we're not stretching. See, no. we're tensing up. So, yeah. so I always say tap first and then stretch or just some kind of movement to move your neck. And then if you could drink water or drink something healthy, then take a drink. Because if you can swallow, your nervous system knows you're okay because everything tenses up under stress. So if you can swallow, so chew gum, you can chew gum, or swallow, that's great. Mm. And if you don't have a drink with you, like of water or gum, just force yourself to swallow. Mm. So I would do those three things first and then take a deep breath which everyone knows to take a deep breath. But if it were enough, by now we would know. <laughs> and we would. Yeah. And I work with a lot of really high-end traumatized people. And I played with that order because I wanted to know for myself what calmed people down the first. So if someone's really upset, I'm like, take a deep breath. And anyone that knows about high anxiety or panic attacks, you actually can't. So then if I'm like, okay, let's move. Well, if you're really upset, they won't follow direction. So yeah, anyone that has can't. kids, Their not working. Uh-huh. so yeah. the middle parts and the fight or flight's the boss. So it's not going to listen to you. So that's why the tapping just actually gets its attention and then everything just settles down. So we're trying to settle that down. Mm. If we can calm the amygdala down, then your thinking brain can figure stuff out. That's when we're our very best. And then the last thing we always teach is connection. So even within yourself, if you could just admit or just acknowledge... I'm sad, I'm scared, just put words to it. That actually matters. This would even matter more, one yes. step more to say I had a hard day today or I tried out for a team if I'm thinking about kids and I got cut today and I'm really embarrassed and I'm really sad. If you could share that with someone, that actually helps a lot too. Yeah. And not always text it. I'm talking in person. In person Just share. Yeah. Yeah. But nature's connecting. If you have a horse, a dog, a cat, I mean, there's lots of ways to ground. So it doesn't always have to be with a person, but I'm going to always encourage that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, man, those are all really good things. Just simple. Just so simple. If we can really understand our brains like that and not necessarily blame ourselves or think that we're awful or we can't control ourselves, but just, oh, my amygdala is not allowing my other parts of my brain to think. Mm-hmm. So I just need to calm down. Because we all get triggered. Yeah. We just do. It just happens. And so it's just okay. But we can control how long we stay in it. And if we just have a little bit of knowledge, even if all you knew was hit the button or just move your feet when you're nervous, it will start to settle you down quicker than anything else. It really will. Mm. And especially if you're being conscious about it, I'm assuming. I have mm-hmm. some people in my office that are just like, they're running away in their chair. <laughs> so, And then you could just deliberately say, I noticed that you're moving and that's great. And I would just even just say, so does that, are you feeling nervous? Yeah. They'd say yes. And then we together could just go through that. Because I go, everyone that sees me and these handouts are on the website, we want everyone to have them. Yeah, yeah. I want everyone to just have some basic understanding that when your thinking brain's the boss, you're your best self. When this fight or flight little fear detector bell ringer is ringing the bell, it's distracting. And then when it just takes over, that's like a panic attack. I mean, that's when it's really high that's, end. Yes. So if someone is in a panic attack, mm-hmm. what would you say at that point? Because sometimes they don't have the wherewithal 
to even think to do some of these all things. the thinking goes offline yeah. so i'm hoping if that happens that the people around that person actually know what to do mm-hmm. so an example would be when haley and i were presenting at the school district here just on the tappers because they have a lot of wellness rooms in districts around the country now and i am a fan of wellness rooms and i think that's really great i'm going to go off on a slight tangent then i'll no, get back i love it but there's a lot of kids because i'm i work with a lot we go into a lot of schools there's a lot of kids that won't go into the wellness rooms because of stigma Yes. They don't want to be the kid that someone might see that needs help. And so that's what we're trying to work around. Like, I believe that we need the wellness rooms so kids can reset the ones that need that. But the vast majority of kids are not going to, you know, it's take advantage peer pressure. Yeah, yeah, they want to. Yeah. yeah. So they won't. So we want them to have these skills, too. And if everybody knew, if I knew going into school today, I had a hard night last night and I can go check the tappers out from the school counselor or the secretary and I can use them all day. And no one has to know I even have them on because I can have them in my pockets and they're quiet. Yeah. I'm going to have a better day because I can focus better and I can participate and it's just better. And even with the wellness rooms, I believe in them. We have tappers in all the wellness rooms. But at the end of the day, we want the kids in the classroom because right. we want them to learn. Yes. Yeah. So that's what we're going for. So in terms of just panic attack, we were presenting at the school district here, Washington County School District, and this kid was so upset and he got out of a self-contained classroom and he was freaking out because someone shredded a piece of paper that he did not want shredded. Mm -hmm. So he was banging his head against the wall. And so I just showed them just how to tap just back and forth on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. And within a minute it was over and he's crying and it's done. So see, you can't reason when someone's that high. So really it's just trying to put back in place what actually happens when we're calm. Because the two sides of our brain... They have to work together all the time. But the thing that can stop it is that amygdala. <laughs> it can just like, Arr! so then we just want to just settle it down and then it just restores things how it should be. So if the aides and the teachers knew, but then the kids know, there's some schools that just have programs that just really teach the kids this. Mm-hmm. And I know there's probably a hundred different social skills lessons. I believe all of it. It's just you have to be in green to do it. Right. So this is just a way to calm you down. To get you back into green. Mm -hmm. Then you need to parent in green. Yes, we do. And it's hard because the kids are dysregulated. So it's hard to not match that. So it's hard for teachers, too. It's hard for us as therapists, too, sometimes. This is a great episode right before school starts. Yeah. I'm loving the the placement Mm -hmm. of this. Well, even just kids that are trying out for teams, you know, or even if they're on a team, think of all the field goal kickers that are great field goal kickers that miss the field goal when the pressure's on. Yeah. And that's just this, it's the same principle over and over. So it just means that middle part just got overactive. That part cannot kick a field goal. So we just need to keep it calm. So even on the side, it's not just me, it's other therapists too. We're just teaching even the kids just on the side, tap your feet back and forth, stay loose, take a drink of water, take a deep breath, say, I'm going to go do this and you will do better. If just 30 seconds of calming yourself down, you will do better than if you just don't. For sure. Right. Oh, my gosh. I play pickleball every single time. <laughs> You're I get that to competitive. The, well, no, I actually just go to have fun. But at first, I'm always worried about my partner. Uh-huh. And, we, you know, on a league, you kind of trade partners. But at the game point... Yeah, when this the pressure's happened, when on. When the pressure's on yeah. and you're like, oh my gosh, we're it's my serve. And I make the dumbest mistakes uh-huh. and I'm like, I need the tappers. <laughs> right well, or, just, or just wiggle your just feet, wiggle my feet and stretch. And take a big breath and I can do this. Yeah. The clinical term would be called anticipatory stress. 
Yes. It's, that's a clinical term. And so it just means I'm overly nervous to perform this task. And when you're overly nervous, you will perform it poorly. So yeah. we just want to have something just to help that little part in our brain just say, I'm a little stressed, but I'm safe. So as soon as it registers safety, it really then does calm okay. down. Mm-hmm. I just thought of another place where I have one child and I know that I'm, my kid is not the only one, but when it's time to go to a doctor's appointment yeah. and get your immunization, that's or another a time. anticipatory mm-hmm. anxiety in thinking about what that's going to feel like. And I'm like, it's just a prick. I have no compassion. <laughs> it's just a prick. And uh-huh. then you're done. Stop it. Because you're staying in your reasoning brain. Yes. Because to you, you understand it's simple. Yes. But if your child wore the tappers, because they're probably not going to let you tap back and forth on them because that's not cool. Yeah. But before we created the tappers, like when kids would have a hard time at the dentist, then I would just teach the moms just go down by their ankles and just tap back and forth on their ankles to calm them down. And it really does work. And there's a lot of dentists now that actually have tappers and they just hand the ones who are really struggling, the tappers. Oh, my word. It's really nice. I love all the different Mm -hmm. uses for these. Yeah. It's nonstop. Well, it just just helps your brain work how it's supposed to. When your nervous system is regulated, it's just when everything's just running smooth. That's how we want our nervous system to be. Yeah. And then it's all this other stuff that, that gets in the way. And it's exhausting. I mean, if you have a job, it's true for parents too, and that is a job. I get that. But it's anything that where you're constantly even moderately stressed, You have to keep recovering. The problem is we don't. Mm. So we want to just try to complete that stress cycle when you can tell you've gone up. We just want to deliberately try to bring it back into green over and over again. Okay. And it could take 10 seconds to do that. You still have your problems, right? I'm not saying it's magic, but you can manage them in green and you can think it through in green better. Red doesn't care about that stuff. (laughs) Red's just reacting. Red is so rude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But red's trying to help you. <laughs> it's trying to keep us safe. But mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little too it's much. It's way overactive. Yes, yeah. we do. It's way overactive. So you've told me that you have some anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so when do you use these for yourself? I probably use them three times a day, actually. So when I first get to work, I don't know if that happens to you or other people, but when you see all the things that you need to do that day, I sometimes get overwhelmed. And so then my stress pattern is, so the overwhelmed is red. doesn't have to be a 10. I'm not having a panic attack, but I'm having a moderate. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so then I, I drop, I will drop. It doesn't mean I'm sitting in my chair dissociated, but it does mean I'm not as efficient as I could be and I can waste time. Now I think it's time to see if I want to buy this and it's a time waster. So that's blue. Yeah. I want to be super efficient in green. So when I first come to work, I've just learned and I usually, I actually prefer them in my socks inside of my ankles. Oh, it just yeah. feels like a pulse, but it's far away from me because I have a little bit of ADD. I just focus way better. Huh. So I use it right when I get to work and then I use it right when I come back from lunch. Because oh. that's when I'm then, I don't know if you guys are tired, but I'm kind of like tired sometimes after eating because that's yes. a normal. So then I put them back on. And then if I ever have a super stressful situation, I am definitely doing what I just taught you. I'll have the tappers on. I'm stretching. I'm taking a drink of water. I'm taking deep breaths. I'm just doing everything to calm my system down because I want to be in green as much as I can. And then a couple years ago, I decided to try them at night. We've had a lot of people talk about when they've had trauma 
or just anxious mind at night. Mm Because in the day we can distract ourselves, but at night sometimes when we worry more and you can't always get up and go for a walk around the block. It's the same problem. You're supposed to be in your pajamas asleep. Yeah. Yeah, And so then I just started using them. So you just turn the settings lower. So Mm. it'd be like if you're rocking a baby in a rocking chair trying to get him to sleep, you're going to rock slower. So you just, you have it slower. And I use them every night now. So whether I feel stressed or not, I'm using them every night. So because sometimes, you know, as a trauma therapist, maybe my last session was really hard. And we try our best to leave everything at work, but we're humans and it impacts us. And so sometimes I do have a harder time sleeping. And so that's when I just use them. And so your brain can't do the lower brain function of following the tapping and ruminate. It'll always choose the lower brain. So like we're talking, but if someone just walked in with fresh baked cookies, we'd both smell. We're like, hey, so that lower brain is sensing. And so it actually is just going to follow the tapping. Oh, wow. So I would say maybe twice in two years I have not had, I mean, just, you know, if someone texts you late at night, sometimes it's hard to go back to sleep, but then I'll turn them, I will turn them back on. So they've helped me sleep really good. And there's a timer on them, right? Mm -hmm. So you can, what's the longest length? Uh, It's 60. Oh, so you can set it for 60, but then let's just say you get up and go to the bathroom and then you're just wide awake. Then when you come back to bed, you can just press the button on one of the tappers and they'll, they'll tap. Okay. So you don't have to always pull your phone out. Oh, yeah, because that's a thing, right? Just if you want to change the settings, then you need to pull your phone out. Yeah. Okay. I want to hear about the really good examples of the people that you've helped with BiTAP and all the different ways, and we kind of have addressed some of them, but all the different ways that BiTAP can help people. Well, if we're thinking about if we just start with younger kids, if you've front loaded them and that just means you've showed them the tappers before they have a meltdown Mm -hmm. so they understand. So if they're really little, I don't know, maybe put cute little stickers on them. So like they're fun for them. But if you show them ahead of time and they understand what they are, even little kids, I'm talking like four years old and stuff, they will actually ask for them. Oh, wow. We have people telling us that their kids will ask for them or if they're little and they're just upset. Maybe they have a stomach ache. I'm just talking just stuff everyone deals with all the time. If they're holding the tappers, they will go to sleep faster just because they just, it's just calming. It's just that back and forth tapping, which is what your brain does anyway. It back and forth, the left and right hemisphere have to communicate for us to function at our best. But it also at night, that's part of what REM sleep is. It's just a, they can show just, it's just back and forth. So we're just supporting a process that happens anyway. So elementary schools have them in Cedar City in Iron County, a neighboring community. They had flooding, I think it was last year, and a lot of the kids were really scared. So if they were at home, they would be scared. Mm-hmm. So they those families got tappers, and then we taught them how to use it, and then we taught them the stuff we just talked about. So rather than sit in stress, then we're going to actually go play catch. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? We're going to have tappers movement, on. We're going to do water. movement. Together, the parents are going to drink water. And then we're going to take a deep breath. But it's also helping the parents who are equally stressed because their house got flooded. And so it's giving them tools. But then they're able to use the tappers to go to sleep because nighttime's scary. If you've had something, it's scary. Or if you have a big thing tomorrow, you might be really thinking about it and you're not going to sleep as well. So elementary kids are using them. Think about high school kids. They definitely use them. For focus, they use them if they've had a hard day. There's a school in Cedar City, Canyon View High School. They've had them since 2017, and they probably have, I don't know, 30 or 40 sets. And they've just made it really 
they've made a culture that it is cool to basically be regulated. And it's no big deal if you go check out tappers. And so they have posters, get your tappers here. The wow. counseling department's done a great job. and they Cedar. Mm-hmm, yeah, they've done a great job. And so so the kids just know I don't have to sit in stress because if they sit in stress, they're not learning that day anyway. So if we can help them settle down, they actually have more confidence. They just do. And we worked with another great story would be people that perform. That's one of the videos on the website. Amanda, she's a violinist. She's great. She openly talks about, I practice for hours and then I get in front of people and I'm like, ah. It's so, then you sound like you haven't practiced, Oh, but wow. she has. And so she's using the tappers beforehand to help her nervous system settle down so she can go out and perform at the level she's prepared. Wow. And that's a really big deal. That's a huge mm-hmm. deal. And then with trauma, you know, with the Vegas, there was a shoot, we don't have to get too heavy, but in, this is heavy though, but in Vegas in 2017, there was the tragedy, the mass shooting at the, the concert. concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there was a lot, and I was the regional coordinator at the time. So there was a lot of people from, and I lived in Cedar at the time, a lot of people from Cedar that were there. So then I'm doing the group protocols and doing individual protocols, but they still can't sleep mm-hmm. because of what they saw. And that was the first group individually I said to them, just see if these help you because they can't live with you, right? I mean, you you see them even if you're seeing two and three times a week, but they're so traumatized when it's bad. Yeah. And even if you have a good support system, it's just bad. And so every single one of them came back and said that they slept better, they could concentrate at work better, and they could recover from their triggers faster. Not one exception. Wow. Yeah. And so then the Victims of Crime program just opened it up to anyone that, that wanted them because it's just a simple resource. I mean, I am not against medication. I'm not. If you don't regulate your nervous system, you're going to have to come up with some unhealthy coping strategies because none of us can stay in red. Right. And so this is just a simple way to recover. So we're seeing that with trauma, but we're seeing it just with everyday stress too. It's just a tool for, I would just say, for all families. And you were telling me earlier, even kids who have ADD, Mm -hmm. tell me about that. Well, I have that myself. I have a little sprinkle. Yeah. And I'm still, you know, I can focus, but I can be distracted pretty easy. So the research behind that, so the middle part of your brain is just called the corpus callosum. So if a simpler term would just be, it's like a telephone and it's what's helping the two sides communicate all the time. Mm -hmm. And for people with ADHD, they think there's just some little issue with that corpus callosum. And so, but when the tappers are on, even in elementary schools, kids are going from five minutes of focus up to 15 and 20 minutes. Wow. And it's just the tapper. So it's just helping the brain do what it's just supposed to do anyway. The problem with our world today is we don't all have ADHD, but it seems like we all do. Yeah, it does It's just because like the that. world's so fast. Fast moving and yeah. like we need the next thing and we have phone. Everyone has phones it's a now problem. and it's a problem, right? Yeah. So other strategies besides the tappers are just obviously breaks from social media yeah. and breaks from the phone. I mean, those are common sense things, but, but yeah, that is a problem. But so this does just, help with focus. It just bridges mm-hmm. that communication that's between the two happening as between well. the two sides. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Wow. I just keep thinking of all the things, doctors that yeah. are working in the ER. I have a brother yes. that does that. And it's high stress all the time and yeah. no true break. It's true in any field. It doesn't have to just be the healthcare professionals, but it could be first responders. It could be ah. us. But when you have high level stress coming at you and then you recover from that, but then 
not fully because then the next one's coming, there is no real recovery. And so what we're finding is if you're in that situation, just wear the tappers on your shift to just help regulate that stress response throughout. Because the whole goal of, as a trauma therapist, we want them to downregulate, that's called the amygdala, right. on their own because you can't live in that heightened state. And then in therapy, we're trying to reprocess the trauma so it doesn't keep going up as often. But if you're an ER doc, it's high stress. And then you have all that dumping of stress hormones. And then somehow you're supposed to have the energy and the motivation to do your paperwork. It's really hard. Somehow. Yeah. Right. And then somehow you're supposed to sleep at night. Oh, and connect with your family. It's just, it's exhausting. So what we're trying to do with that group is just, let's just do what we can to regulate you throughout the day and then see how much you have at night so that you can actually connect with your family who's wanting to connect with you. Yeah. But a lot of times we're going home too tired or we've, you know, heard hard things and we don't want to share. So we isolate more. So I would say healthcare professionals and first responders were at high risk for burnout. Wow. So that's a group we care about too. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like it can help so many people. And running marathons, like right before you run a marathon, when you're all nervous or, yeah. Because all of us run marathons. (laughs) I was talking to someone today. I'm teasing. She said, I have run three marathons that she did super poorly at when she would practice she should be getting in the three hour range and when so she's pretty good then yeah she's excellent yeah <laughs> and then when it would come to race day it's in the five hour range and oh. she could not figure it out that's what it is and it was i think part of it was her nutrition but mm-hmm. i think another part is just you're just nervous well if you get too nervous you underperform Mm -hmm. So all you have to do is just think of maybe like a singer or a performer and they know their lines and they get out there and they can't do it. And that just means that middle part took over and the thinking brain just goes offline. So we want to get that calmed down so that then your thinking brain can pull up the stuff you've learned. Mm. But the amygdala doesn't have that. It's not its job. Its job is just like, we got to keep you safe. And so that part can't, doesn't memorize lines. And that's when I go into the college classes and just say that if you're too anxious taking a test, you will never perform at the level you prepared. And so you can study all you want, which is important, but you've got to regulate your nervous system or you're never going to do what you need to do. And you need to pass this class. And we know that, or you need to pass this test so then you can actually work in the field you just took out a $100,000 student loan for. But if they can't pass, they can't move on. It's a big deal. Or, I mean, even wanting to go to college. People want a career, want to go to college, but they're like, oh, I won't be able to do it because school's not my thing or testing isn't my thing. But we can make it your thing. We can regulate your Your nervous system. If we can regulate it, then it can be your thing and you can have the life that you want. Yes. So that is, this is awesome. We just want you to have an ability to regulate your nervous system anytime, anywhere. Right. Because there's other, I mean, someone would say, what about meditation? I would say, I believe in that. The problem is, I mean, for sure do it. I like, I exercise almost every day. It's very good. But there are still times and moments that I am triggered or overwhelmed and I need to know what to do. And that's what I mean is I still do every healthy practice you do. And then just add this to what you're doing for those times that if you're feeling chronically stressed, I would definitely wear the tappers or high stress, wear them to help you recover. 
Yes. But do all the other things that are healthy. Yes. Please meditate and drink the water and exercise and focus on your breathing and connect with other people. All those things. All of that matters. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I love that. So you have a website where people can go and purchase these and check them out. What is that website? The name for the tappers, it's called BITAP. So it just is short for bilateral tapping. Mm -hmm. So it's just B-I and then hyphen T-A-P dot com. Okay. And you are giving people a discount. Yep. If they use 20 Stacy, then they'll get $20 off of their BITAP. Yeah, and there's free shipping, and if you live in Utah, unfortunately, you'll have Utah tax, but if you don't, then that, you save that money, too. <laughs> so you non-Utahns <laughs> save more money. That's right. <laughs> but they'll get you somewhere else. <laughs> that's true. Oh, but that's you should true. be able, honestly, I mean, we've had them around since 2017. We, I mean, you should be able to use them hundreds, if not thousands of times, and so sometimes people... With the cost, they're like, ah, and I just say, I know, but I do want to say it's the equivalent of three therapy sessions. So I'm still a therapist. I believe in therapy, but I just, if it's the equivalent of three therapy sessions, then I just paid for that in one day. Right. Because I use them easily three times a day. That's that's my baseline. That's a good thing. And we've bought one for our family and we just kind of share them as we need. And then we'll probably get another, we'll probably get one more set as my college kid moves out and I think Mm -hmm. he could really use it. So we'll just kind of grow with, I mean, they'll grow with us and pretty soon we'll all have our own pair. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So it's really easy. You just download the BiTap app and then you just pair the tappers to that phone or that mobile device and then you can just adjust them and you might like them different during the day than your kids. And so really how you know is just, is it bugging you? So for Mm. example, it was Pineview Middle School. They had some kids really struggling with reading, which is true in every school, but that's where we went. And they all got their own set of tappers just to see how they would do. And when we were pairing all of these kids tappers, all 15 kids, they wanted them like all way fast, like, this is great. And we're like, okay. And so just know they're going to misuse it. Kind of like if you got a new treadmill, they're going to run really fast and but can they keep it up? So so then you just say, but can you focus with them? This one girl's like, yes, I can. But then in five minutes, she's like, okay, tell me how to turn them down. <laughs> so even kids know, because if, if we all went for a jog around the block, we all yeah. would have our own pace. So right. you will actually know. So if you did get them and you turned the number line on, I think a good starting point would be five and five. So five rate of speed and five how strong the tapping, and then just adjust from there. Okay. I love that. And it's a cute, it's a heart with hands kind of holding the heart like this. Well, man, that's such a good logo to have for that. And I really have enjoyed talking with you today and learning more about how this all came to be. So thanks for coming. And I hope you guys all go into the website and get some because it will really help you and your kids and your teachers. It'll help everybody. Yep. So that's right. Thanks, Cindy. You're welcome. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on You Might Relate. I hope this topic brought understanding and insight. And if you can relate to something in today's episode, subscribe and leave a review. I would love, love, love to hear your thoughts. Also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at You Might Relate Podcast. And be sure to share this episode with your friends. The more understanding we create, the better we are as humans. You are in charge of your day, so go make it a good one. Catch you next time.